0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good, everybody. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. And for Zuma Mahinty on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app, we hope everybody out there is as safe as possible with Woo. so many people dealing with, put it this way, I think I saw a man and a big boat and animals going in a two-by-two, depending on what you guys were looking at, depending what part of country. So I'm glad you guys are safe. Hope your families are safe. Hope everybody's doing well.
1: Man, it took me like two hours to get into the studio today. I I was telling you guys when I first got in, I felt like I was – Will Smith and I am legend. Like, that's how the streets mm-hmm. looked out there in New York City. Absolutely. Cars pulled over, trees down, you know, dangling electric wires out there. I'm just glad everybody's good. We're here. Happy Thursday.
0: The weekend is almost here. Yeah, although Keyshawn's out in Los Angeles. You he's know living he, that good life. So hey, man, he, y'all, y'all Hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. That's, that's why he got on, the man. glow. He y'all, got I everything. I don't need to let everybody know where I'm at.
0: We know,
1: <laughs> you we know where you are. You're not <laughs> here with <laughs> <laughs> us. I'm high, <laughs> <kidding, laughs> man. I'm <laughs> high. high.
0: It's not like you're yeah, somewhere in the Great hinterlands. Got you in all a dark I room do, out there.
2: I, we want everybody on the East Coast to obviously be safe, and, and we like to have fun in the mornings, and we're going to continue to do that because yeah. we we got to do it, right? Absolutely. But I want you to go to your app, your weather app, and I just want you to pull up <laughs> California or pull up oh Los boy. Angeles oh or boy. Calabasas and just look to the right and see all those happy little sunny <laughs> oh boy, nice. it feels so good. See, See yeah.
1: how he try to rub it in. <laughs> he's not he trying. Always, he always be rubbing it in. This he is what he does. He's not trying. And he got the he soul is. glow skin. You know the skin look right. Getting the yeah, right sun is. out there. He's avocados, the- baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's,
0: he's al- rubbing avocados. alcohol into the wound. Wound needing the rubbing alcohol. We, Why y'all we we be understand? putting
1: avocados in everything, man? Avocados good though. Man. Good. I, they are, but for James. everything, avocado it's lotion out there now.
2: Every everything you name it, it's there. In fact, when I'm done, <laughs> yeah. I'll be
0: having avocado for breakfast. <laughs> okay. So if you want to smell like a salad, get in touch with Keyshawn on Twitter. Keyshawn, hit at RealJWilliams on Twitter. Me <laughs> Coleman, ESPN, and the show at Key, J N Z. Speaking of guys smelling like avocados and feeling good, that would be Mac Jones, now the starting quarterback of the New England <laughs> Patriots. He gets the job. Cam Newton, no longer part of this organization. Bill Belichick got in touch with this inner gangster when he made this move on Tuesday. And with interesting, Mel Kuyper Jr., when he had a chance to talk about how intriguing the quarterbacks now are in the AFC East, Keyshawn, because all these dudes are under 26 years of age. Mac Jones, a rookie with the New England Patriots, Tua Tagovailoa in the second year with Miami. You have Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, and he's close to being an elite quarterback, and Zach Wilson, the rookie of the New York Jets. You look at this division now, maybe you look at the move that he was able to make on Tuesday. They say, well, I got to get ahead of the curve because all these quarterbacks in this division are younger than the guy I thought about was going to be the starting quarterback when it comes to Cam Newton. You
2: know, every, you know, every handful of years, you go to a division, and that division has young quarterbacks that you think are going to be there in the long haul, right? You think about the Jim Kellys, the Dan Marinos, when they were in the AFC East way back then. Or you think about, as most recent, Cam Newtons and the Matt Ryans and the Drew Breeses that were sitting – in the NFC South, now you take a look at this division, and from top to bottom, you got some talent. I don't know where Tua will finish up at, but if let's say, for instance, Tua swapped out for some reason for Deshaun Watson, that division gets stacked at the quarterback because of Josh Allen starting it off. Then you got a Zach Wilson, who a lot of people, in fact, Tony Romo, a good friend of mine and the next teammate thinks that Zach Wilson will be a top-five quarterback, three-to-five quarterback in this league in a very short time. So you look at Zach Wilson. Then you move to Mac Jones, obviously, in his situation, the New England Patriots. So the quarterback spot is there to stay for the long haul in the AFC East. Now, how many championships can they get out of that? We watched that division be dominated and owned by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady for a long time. Now it's opened
1: up for others. You see, Freddie, I love narratives. Fans okay. love narratives to follow. So, one of the narr- narratives I saw yesterday was the Alabama quarterbacks, right? Yeah, Ale- Tua Tungavaloa, Mac Jones, both starters in the AFC East. Who's going to pan out to be better? You know, Jalen Hurts obviously playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. I still consider him to be Oklahoma guy, but that's a narrative that you follow. Josh Allen, second in the MVP voting. Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs, the the resources that he has. Are they right there in the same class with the Kansas City Chiefs? That's a conversation I believe they are close enough. They are right there. They're in the upper tier. And then you get to, you know, the way this division just pans out in general. Everything about this league, even with Zach Wilson, I mean Tony Romo, Key just alluded to it. People I saw when you see Patrick Mahomes' name in the same paragraph as Zach Wilson that comes from Tony Romo, that's a narrative I'm gonna follow now. Mm -hmm. I'm paying attention to it. So up and comers, this league is gonna be one of the most exciting divisions there is in the national football league.
0: Here's the nav that is completely one hundred percent. And you guys know this, and everybody knows it now. The NFL is a second-by-second second league. Mm-hmm. It's no longer year-to-year. Year, it's no longer week-to-week. Week. So more than ever before, when you got the biggest, baddest boy in the jungle, that's <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, everybody is going to be compared to him. They compare Tom Brady at times to Patrick Mahomes because he is here right now. Doesn't make, it right, though, doesn't it, make right. it right, though, Fred. I didn't say it was Doesn't make it right, though. I hear you. It doesn't make it right. But it is what it is from the standpoint of if you are going to push an agenda when it comes out of your quarterback or your team, you're going to compare them to somebody great. You don't compare people to nobodies. That narrative <laughs> never works in the National Football League. So I get it with the whole thing with Zach Wilson, with Tony Romo, like he said, what he had to say about Zach Wilson. But here's the deal. It comes down to who's going to be the best in this division. And right now many people are on that narrative that Mac Jones makes the Patriots a lot closer to the Kansas City Chiefs, he no, makes the, the Patriots the, a lot closer to New the, England. The, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it's true, Key. But a lot no, of people, people have
1: said I know, that.
2: I know, but it's just it. it they need to just uh, just let them just <laughs> one game at a time. I get we, it. One game hey. at a time. I, I think you know Freddie and, and Jay. The New England Patriots will look like the New England Patriots of the early years of Tom Brady where they will dink and dunk, play defense, run the ball, play with two tight ends, and try to get out the game with a W. That's what they're going to look like. They're not going to look like the Patriots of six years ago, seven years ago. It's not going to happen. They're not, they're not going to do that with that young quarterback. They're going to protect him and make sure that he's not harassed on a constant basis.
1: All, all I'm going to say is what if. I'm not
0: saying it's going to happen. You're not going to play the rhetorical game, are you? Why not? That's that's my role here. I understand. I I am the fan. It's it's a holiday weekend. You can't do holiday hypothetical. I
1: I can do that on a holiday weekend. (laughs) That's what Labor Day weekend is all about. So all I'm saying is there was no way that Mac Jones was going to be a starter. Uh, A lot of people were saying that. I understand that. I thought Cam Newton was going to be the starter. Regardless of how it happened, it happened. We talked about this yesterday, Freddie. People don't care about context anymore. It's our job when we go over history to remind people of the context, but the everyday fan is going to say, Mac Jones won the position. Fine. He wins the position. What if they protect him just enough and those wide receiver core and those tight ends are just enough for this team to look like they were in the early 2000s? That's scary just to think about in general. All he has to do is remain cool, calm, and collective. The three C's for a rookie quarterback. Hard to do, but it's been done before.
0: It is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. He's Jay Wims. He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie for Zubin Mahinty on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News, and 6 Channel 8. We'll talk about Mac Jones being one of three Alabama former quarterbacks starting opening day in the NFL with Nick Saban joins at eight ten Eastern time. Tune in for that conversation right here on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Another quarterback dealing with <laughs> issues that are not of his own doing, but because he was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars as Trevor Lawrence. Now, his coach, Urban Meyer, said what a lot of NFL coaches wanted to say but had enough sense not to say it. He said, hey, we got to make training camp decisions. we got to make some cuts. If a guy's unvaccinated, he may not get the benefit of the doubt. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars went whole ham when they heard about that whole deal and said, hey, Urban, you can't be saying stuff like that. It goes to this gentleman. I wondered about this high with Urban Meyer. I understand you want him, to, that you believed in him, that he can be that newfangled coach, whatever that was. But every time we turn around, it seems like a misstep happens that he should know better, being a guy that has been a coach long enough. But this is what happens when that happens. We're going to talk about that more. Keep it on Keyshawn, Jabel, and Zuba on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. What a
1: tease, Freddie. What a tease. It's what I do. Running your own business requires a lot of running around, right? From bookkeeping to client meetings, you run it all. By the time you need to hire, you've run out of energy. I've been there, done that before. Luckily, with Indeed Instant Match, you immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor the job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, visit Indeed.com credit.
3: Coming up this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, Alabama head football coach Nick Saban as the top-ranked Crimson Tide get ready for 14th-ranked Miami this Saturday. Plus, we'll ask him about three of his former Alabama quarterbacks starting in week one of the NFL season. Nick Saban, this morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin at 810 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News.
4: Y'all cold for playing cold this song, man? Blooded
0: here on <laughs> uh, Keyshawn Jay Will and Zubin. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app, ESPN News, Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker. Don't forget to be a part of Keyshawn, Will and Zuba Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and call in line at 888-729-3776. We're asking you today, which division in the NFL has the best quarterbacks? ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So, Urban Meyer told the truth was told not to tell the truth, and they walked it back. Part of Straight Talk, brought by Straight Talk Wireless. And, Keith, I'm going to let you handle this one first. And Jay, y'all can spitball back and forth. I know Urban Meyer's used to having the power of church and state, but at a certain point, how do you not know the room at this point, even though he's barely been an NFL head coach for more than a minute? That's the well, question I have.
2: But but it's like anything, though, right, Freddie? It's, it's muscle memory. It's what he knew in college, and he always ran the show, so – He's still getting all of the college years out of his blood. So he's going to do things that he would do in college and nobody would say anything. When the pros, you it's way different because you got different levels, right? You got the NFLPA. You got the owners. Then you got the upstairs management. You got the players. It's just a different. Got the media everywhere. Even though you got media in college, the media in college, for the most part, big stops at Florida and Ohio State, they pretty much didn't cover you. From a national standpoint, every move that you made, they would cover Ohio State and Florida because they were good, but not every single day, all day long, no matter what the case may be. And I think he's still learning those sort of things. And, and look, and, and to his credit, he basically said what all the other coaches are doing and front office people are doing. It's nothing new. It was nothing new to me several months ago when I knew a young man that I continued to tell. Hey man, you might want to take a look at that vaccination. And he kept saying to me, "No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it." And I kept saying, "I'm telling you, because you're sitting right now at about 45 to 50 on that on that roster, and he didn't. And guess what? They wind up releasing him as well. So I just, you know, I caution people that's out there to think that oh, these these coaches and these front office people aren't making those sort of decisions when they are."
1: Just, uh, uh, I don't know why this is such a big deal. It's a big deal because it's Urban Meyer. Like, And I understand the history of Urban Meyer. I understand the decision that he made. And well, some no, people Jay, are saying it's a big
2: that, deal because he said it.
1: Well, Sean McDermott said it. Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, said the same damn thing. It wasn't a massive, massive story. So let's just put it into perspective. If We know everybody's doing it. I understand that the Jaguars are now trying to walk it back, which they shouldn't walk it back. Just take the hit. This is what everybody knows is going down, whether you like it or not. It's just not happening in this industry. It's happening in a lot of other industries, even where some people, some companies like CVS or Delta are mandating that their employees are vaccinated. This is where we're going, whether people like it or not. It's going to rub people the wrong way. I know the NFLPA has an issue with it, but I don't think it was wrong. If this is how you want to run your organization – I understand that Bill Belichick might go about doing it differently, Key, but this yeah. is how Urban Meyer wants to run it. Yeah, I, yeah, He's I, just rubbing people the wrong way because this is the first year on a job.
2: I'm with you on it, Jay. You know me. I, you know how I feel about it. I know it. you tell it, how it is, Key. All ESPN got to do is tell me, hey, I'm going to go check with <laughs> boop, the scientists, <laughs> see the guys with the white jackets with the pen in their pocket. they go going to tell me I'm good. I'm good. I'm not – I get it. I understand it You because there's a lot that go into these organizations and what they stand for in terms of gains on the economics versus loss. They don't want to forfeit games and lose a whole bunch of money based on your beliefs. I understand that. And you must know that there's protocols in place. There are rules that you have to follow. And if you're willing to follow those rules and you're on the hierarchy of a team, chances are you'll be safe. If you're on the bottom and you're not following the rules, you're probably going to be sitting with me at some point in
0: time. I mean, that's just
2: the reality of it.
0: Follow the money line. I've always said that about any kind of situation, and especially in the National Football League, you do not mess with their money. They are never, ever going to allow players to mess with their money. Key yes. and Jay, you know, players are not going to allow players to mess with their money. So the whole unvaccinated, vaccinated conversations whether the urban Meyer said what he had to say and shouldn't have said it, or he had a right to say it, it goes beyond this. When you start messing with people's money, people are going to have something to say about it. And, and, I and, and, get, and, and go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, go, Fred. Yeah, I'm no. Not saying, but, and that's why the Josh put out a statement saying availability is one of the many factors. You know what's the best availability for an NFL team? Make your money when it comes mm-hmm. to that kind of availability. And because the statement says availability is one of the many factors taken into account when making roster decisions. We have vaccinated and unvaccinated players on our roster, and no play was released because of their vaccinated status, vaccination status. That was the team stated by the Jaguars. They also got to put in there when ultimately decisions are based on the players' ability to help the Jaguars win. <laughs> <laughs> that comes to money. If you can't help us win, Facts. then you're messing with our money. And that's why people are upset by what Urban Meyer said, a lot more J. Will and Keyshawn than what Sean McDermott said with the Buffalo Bills earlier this year. Well,
2: here, here's what I would say. What would you say? I'd like to, I'd like to <laughs> see who the unvaccinated players are and where the pecking order is with those unvaccinated players that are on teams in their money versus the dudes that's unvaccinated, that's at the bottom of the barrel. I'd like to really see you, you don't know, even need to see that,
1: Key. You already know what that is. You hey, <laughs> already know exactly what that is, Key.
2: No, I do. I do, but I really want to see it. Like, right. I, I need to visually see hey, this guy makes $35 million and his cap number is $60 million and he's unvaccinated mm-hmm. and he starts for us so we can't get rid of him. This guy is not very good. He makes 800000 and he's unvaccinated. So, we're gonna get rid of him. I, I just would. I would like to personally see that.
1: <laughs> see, I, so would I. I see, I, I would love to see that. I would love <laughs> to go through a detailed Exactly. <laughs> but we live in reality. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. All I know it, it, it's I know the NFL is Teflon. I know it is. I know the shield is Teflon. At the end of the day, money always wins. But it does feel like the NFL talks out of both sides of its mouth sometimes because they can afford to. Exactly. And like, well, here are all the protocols and here what the repercussions are. But then you have the NFLPA that says, well, hold on a second. We want both. It don't work that way, man. It works a winning way. And for a lot of coaches, they want to win, and they're going to do what's in their best interest to win.
0: And for a lot of owners, winning means making a lot of money and the NFL keeps winning oh, all the it's time. This about green. Hey, well, hey, it's always been about green in the National Football League, no doubt about that. That's part of Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. i Freddie Cohen, part of Keyshawn, Jay Will and Zubin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News, and Sirius XM Channel 80. <laughs> the Bears like Justin Fields, but they don't like him like him. We'll get to that <sighs> next. I want to see that list too, Key. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts. I needed them this morning. Advice from the professional parts people and their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool if you're only going to use it once. Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required at the time of rental. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and ask about their free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com.
3: Coming up this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, Alabama head football coach Nick Saban as the top-ranked Crimson Tide get ready for 14th-ranked Miami this Saturday. Plus, we'll ask him about three of his former Alabama quarterbacks starting in week one of the NFL season. Nick Saban, this morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin at 810 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News.
4: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Join 16 million customers and learn how the wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike.
0: He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn Jay, Will and Zubin on ESPN radio, ESPN news. Here's XM channel 80 and mm-hmm. your serious smart speaker. 10 minutes from which former NFL player said the Patriots made a mistake cutting loose Cam Newton. That comes your way in about 10 minutes. But the Chicago Bears, we know they're not going to cut loose any Dalton anytime soon. He's going to be QB1 when the season gets started. There it or is, you, Key, again, QB1. Yeah. QB, there it is, I, Key, QB1. Don't shoot the messenger. Not a starter. Just don't shoot the messenger in this standpoint. Take it up with Ryan Pace, the general manager of the Chicago Bears. He said, and I quote about Justin Fields, he's exactly what we thought he would be. He's exactly what we hoped he would be, end quote. So why is he not starting in week one yeah. for the Chicago Bears? Could, could, we, could we just have the Bears be daring?
1: Just just be daring, right? So, Justin Fields is drafted 11th overall. Andy Dalton has gone 6-16 six over the last two seasons. I said this yesterday. There's a burning image in my mind of Andy Dalton. I'm not saying he's not serviceable. Uh-oh. But behind that O-line of the Dallas Cowboys last year getting destroyed. And Chicago doesn't have a great O-line. Andy can't move the way Justin Fields can move. So, I'm telling you. It's interesting, if Justin Fields, 11 overall, looking for a QB that apparently is better than a 6-16 and 16 QB, if that's the case, then I hope he will be the franchise QB. If he's what they hoped he would be, why is he not starting week one? That's well, the question I, think, I have.
2: But there's nothing wrong with what Ryan Pace said. Uh, when you are scouting somebody and you're taking a look Trying at save him, his job. you hope that... that they are what you thought they would be at some point in time. He is young. So I understand what Ryan Pace is saying. When we, when we made the decision to move up to, to draft Justin Fields, he's given us everything we thought he would give us at this time frame. doesn't mean that five weeks from now he's not the starter. It just means that what we see, we thought. We're going to bring him along slowly, and he's going to continue to grow. But based on where he is from a timing standpoint, this is what we thought and where he would be. This is what we thought he would be. This is where he is, and we're happy with that. I think that is what Ryan Pace is trying to say. But because we are media, or you guys are media, and I'm part of your crew, so I guess that technically makes me media. Oh, really? We, we, uh, <laughs> we like to dissect and break little things down about what Ryan Pace is actually saying. I think Justin Fields will play this year. When that will happen, I don't know. And I don't think they actually know, but they want to give Andy Dalton an opportunity to try and get things going in the right direction, much like Lamar Jackson and Flacco. They started Flacco when they drafted Lamar, and then at the end they said, no, you're not going to get us fired, and they put in Lamar, and Lamar's been underneath the saddle ever since.
1: I just – are we sitting here saying that last year didn't happen? Is last year completely swept underneath the rug? With Absolutely, what we saw. it's not Absolutely. though, Key. It's not for no, me as you a fan. Have to, though, I can't. But you have to. But I, I'm You'll not to. going to though, Key.
2: Different team, different situation for Andy Dalton, Jay. You cannot. You cannot punish him I'm not for Dallas's him. mistakes. I'm not punishing. You've got to look at him and say, will he thrive in what
1: we're doing? I'm not punishing him, Key. I'm letting him know that Justin Fields is a guy that has the talent, and actually from knowing Justin Fields and speaking to him, I think his mindset is better when he's thrown to the wolves. Now, I know there's different strokes for different folks. I know some, you know, if you're talking about Andy Reid, and I'm not saying Justin Fields is Patrick Mahomes, let him sit for a year, let him learn the system. I understand that's the way it's been done, and that's how easy it has been. But my thing is, if Andy Dalton wasn't good enough for the Dallas Cowboys, why is he good enough for the Chicago Bears?
0: Well, here's the deal with that, and – I'm going to be the balance between both of you guys because I hear what both of you are saying. But if you're the Chicago Bears, have we seen that offensive line lately? That's why Justin Fields can't start week one. If anybody's going to be the sacrificial lamb, if you're going to it's cut going to the baby in and half from the Bible, then it has to be Andy Dalton in this situation. You have a lot more vested in Justin Fields for your future. He's not going to be taken back. But you don't want to retard his progress by putting behind an offensive line that can't protect anybody. So well, you're the well, Chicago Brady, he's going to be
1: behind an offensive line well, he, anyway. But,
0: but, it, but at least give him a little bit of time where he has a chance to maybe get used to the speed of the game, even in practice and in different kind of drills, and not just throw him out there early. That's why, in my opinion, why Ryan Pace put that out there to say, yeah, justice was everything that we thought. But if we put him behind that offensive line – then it's going to look worse for him. And then all of a sudden, the progress he's been able to make, we set him back because we're throwing that lion, we're throwing that sheep to the wolf. We'd rather do that Andy Dalton, an experienced guy that can avoid those kind of
2: things. Let me take you a little bit into the coach's room, uh, Freddie and Jay. You look at the offensive line, and the offensive line looks like it's struggling, right? It looks like that they are getting beat at the point of attack. People are coming around the edge harassing the quarterback. Sometimes... It's the protection scheme. They've got to go back now over these next couple weeks, or they probably have already started the process. As they game plan, they throw out the bad protection schemes and leave in some things. I don't, I don't know their offense, but they may have things that they were looking at in the preseason that didn't block it up the right way. They may have plays that don't coincide with the protection. So, you, you 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 understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you. you may have a turn protection, an act protection, a three-step drop protection. They may be trying to use a three-step drop protection for a, 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 a play action pass.
0: Right. Oh, that line is slide one way and this supposed yeah, to slide they, the other way.
2: Yeah, they should be sliding up. So, they may be looking at all of those things. They may be pulling the left guard instead of pulling the right guard when the right guard is easier to pull. It's only preseason. So, I wouldn't. If this starts to happen in a regular season and Andy Dalton is sacked three and four times a game, then we start to say, oh, man, get this dude out of there and get the dude in there that can actually extend the play.
1: But you know what makes a mysterious key is because we all know that Ryan Pace's job is on the line. But is it? Right. It, 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 yeah, it, is yes. it? I don't, I, don't if know I, if it as is, a, is as or a, a, not. As a Bears fan, I would say Ryan Pace's
0: job is on the line. But do the Bears I, I, think I, that, though?
1: But I, I don't care. I'm room. telling you what I think. I'm not speaking <laughs> for the, the Bears organization. You can talk to them. the room, though, because I drafted a young quarterback. So but that, that's room. my point, though, Key. It's that slight wiggle room that adds to the mystery of it that says, if I start Andy Dalton, if he doesn't do his thing for three or four games, then I can say, well, look, we gave the rookie enough time to learn on the job, and I can bring him in. Even if he's marginal, that gives me another year to see how he pans out to be. It's yes. Instead of – I understand that. Instead of, though, saying, who is the best quarterback? Who's the best? If you're sitting there as a basketball player, if it's between you and I starting, Freddie, and somebody's like, who's the better player? i am like, I am. I should start. Mm-hmm. I'm the, it, it's Some things are easy to see with your eyes, and I think going into that notion of saying, what gives me the most longevity with my job, that's what I feel like as a Bears fan bothers me a little. You I'm not saying it's Jay? not right, Key. I'm not saying he's not doing the right thing for him. Or for the Bears organization, I'm saying as a fan, I want to see the best player start.
2: Yeah, That's what if, I want to see. If, if, if Andy Dalton goes in and he's one and two, let's say he's one and two. The first well,
0: they played the Rams in that first game, so they're going to lose that game. Right? That's another reason not to start Justin Fields.
2: But I don't know that they're going. Lo- I don't know that they're going to lose that game. I don't know that. I got to wait and see because I don't know what the Rams are. I know the Rams got Matthew Stafford and a bunch of yeast. What? That's what I do know. So, Key, you don't think the goes, Rams are want- one of
1: the best teams in the NFL?
2: It's not. It doesn't matter, Jay. What do you every mean it team, doesn't matter? You don't think they have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Every team in the National Football League is good, even though they bad. You can lose on any given Sunday. Literally, you can lose on any given uh, Sunday. Well, the Falcons because, were horrible last year. Because you still have to jail. They still have to put things together. I know Aaron Donald's there. I know Jalen <laughs> Ramsey is there. Okay, I, I get it. But there's guys in Khalil Mack, and there's other guys on the Chicago Bears as well. They're not rolling into the new uh, stadium in Los Angeles to take a L to fly all the way back to Chicago. So let's see what happens in week one. As I was saying, if he's one and two and they want to move to uh, Justin Fields at that point in time, he has the opportunity to save his job that way. If you put Justin Fields in and all of a sudden you are, you finished the year seven and 10, they're probably going to fire you. They're probably going to fire. You. But if you put him in at a point and you start to get some momentum and they start to look a certain way and they don't make the playoffs, I can sell that to the owners and to the fan base because switching out a new coach, bringing in a new coach to try to justify or try to get this young quarterback up to speed that may have not liked him the same situation that happened with Matt Nagy taking over for Mitch Trubisky, a guy he didn't like. You putting yourself in a bad situation.
1: I just hate the politics of coaching, man. Well, It's, it's the, the politics, politics of, of coaching. Like, I <laughs> want to see people go for
0: it. Yeah, I hear you. Antonio Charlotte wants to win a Dr. Pepper calling in lot at 888-729-3776. Antonio, the Queen City, what you got, boss?
3: Oh, yes, sir. Hey, man, it's going to be like this here. When they
2: get to their game, Aaron McDonald, he's going to mess up their whole offensive line. It's going to be in a whole bunch of disarray. So, it's going to be three and out, three and out, three and out. That defense is like, man, he's not giving him no no, time to catch a breath. So, by the fourth quarter, uh, uh, the second game of the year, Justin Fields will be in that game because it's going to be because, you know, anybody can win Sunday, but Aaron Donald, he is too tough. And that offensive line for the Bears, they're too tender. So. It's going to be between the fourth quarter and the first game
1: of the second week. Antonio, I'm so with you on here, especially when you start hearing all these rumblings from the locker room about how much they like Justin Fields. Well, sure. How they're behind Justin Fields. Yeah, because Fields. he's the Rocky
0: Road, baby. He's the new kind of ice cream. That's right. Nothing wrong with new ice cream. But you know what? I'm not going to put that new ice cream out there behind that offensive line with that dude on the other side that eats up people and Aaron Donald. Okay, i so. wait until week four. I wouldn't put him out so there. So week four is versus the Lions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And, hope, and hopefully Dan Cameron will eat his kneecaps if the Lions have a chance <laughs> to try to win that game. Did the Lions have a kicker yet? No, they still don't. I think they're going to call you a Keyshawn in about a second or two. Keyshawn, J. Will, cool. and Zubin brought to you by Mako. When life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. And head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will and Zoom and Freddie Coleman in with Keyshawn Johnson, and J. Williams on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN News, and your smart speaker. Man, we can't wait to talk to a guy that played with the New England Patriots, part of his NFL career from 1999 through 2006. He is Jermaine Wiggins. Hit him on Twitter, JWigs85. He joins us here thanks to the Goodyear hotline. Jay, you said on your Twitter account that the, Patri- the Patriots' releasing Cam Newton was a huge mistake. Why?
3: Well, I think it's simple, right? You're going to hand over the keys to a team that we all expect up here in New England that is a playoff contender based on what you did in the offseason as far as bringing in free agents. And you are going to hand those keys over to a rookie quarterback knowing that a lot of rookie quarterbacks are going to take some lumps. There's going to be some growing pains. So for me, I just think it's a huge mistake. And think about the pressure you're putting on this young kid. Us here as Pats fans, this is Bill's biggest year. You didn't make the playoffs last year. Now it all riding on the shoulders of this young kid, and there's really no backup. You, you know, you're forcing them in there. They could have easily started camp for the first couple of games, and if things didn't work out, you go to the kid. It's much less pressure on him.
1: Jermaine, what do you think were the factors that led into them releasing Cam?
3: Well, I, I think there's a couple factors here on this one, right? I, I think the factors are. There's a little bit of the vaccination, him not being vaccinated. I know people are talking about that. No, Bill said yesterday that had nothing to do with it. But I think Urban Meyer kind of gave us a look behind the curtain on how coaches are looking at unvaccinated guys. I think that's part of it. I think it's the the fact that when you look at Mac Jones, he played well throughout uh, preseason and training camp. And I, I think the other thing is I don't think Kim really up in the sense that, you know, Bill was probably telling them all season long and all off-season tra- all in off training camp that, hey, you're going to be the guy because you don't start a guy in the third preseason game and the first preseason game and the second preseason game to cut him. But I think they got to the point where they felt like the young kid could do everything they asked them to do, and Cam just wasn't having it because he doesn't want to be a backup. And I think he felt like maybe Bill kind of pulled the rug out fr- from underneath him, and that's why – you know, I think it was more about him going, you know what? I don't want a backup role, and I, I'd rather you release me and Bill doing him a favor and releasing him.
2: Jermaine Wiggins, former NFL tight end Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots, my former uh, teammate in Popeye's chicken, <laughs> dictator, Jermaine Wiggins, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Wiggy, uh, when you look at the situation with Cam, we had a conversation a couple weeks ago about Cam being the starter. How do you think this offense will operate under Mac Jones?
3: Well, Kenny, you know better than anybody. I mean, you've been in the league before, and how it's very difficult for a young guy to take over the, the, the keys to the car and not offensively. They're going to have to basically say, hey, we got to run the football. we got to play good defense. And in the offensive line, you got to give them time. But we're gonna make the we're gonna make everything as easy as possible. I could see this offense going back to when I was there back in 2001, when Brady first got in. It was way we were run first team. We played good defense, and then when we threw the ball, we threw it short, and we were, we didn't want to make any mistakes and turn the football over. I think that's what you're gonna try to see them do with uh, Mac Jones. But you know, kids. Young guys are always going to make some mistakes because the game is so different and defenses are going to throw everything at Mac Jones, especially knowing that he can't maneuver like that. They're going to throw a lot of stuff at him. And, you know, he's going to take some of his lumps. You just hope those those lumps don't uh, uh, lead to losses.
1: All right, Jay, I'm asking you to look into so the future. Does, so, so if you're looking at the end of the season, how has Mac Jones performed and how have the Patriots
3: performed? Well, I still think they're a playoff team based on the talent that they have. I think what you're going to see with Mac Jones, I, 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 I'm hoping that he's able to kind of make those, those leaps and be a quarterback that goes out there and just is more of a game manager in the sense of a rookie where you go, okay, this kid didn't make a ton of mistakes. You know, he didn't throw a whole bunch of touchdowns. He didn't throw for a whole bunch of yardage because they didn't ask him to do that. But he didn't make mistakes. He put the team in a position – where they play, where they could could win football games defensively, about well, failed position. So I think that's what you'll probably see with Mac Jones, uh, based on things that I'm hearing coming out of uh, out of Foxborough. Is that the kid's pretty intelligent? So hopefully that leads to him being a good decision maker.
2: You know what I love when people say, "Wiggy," that the quarterbacks are intelligent. All damn quarterbacks are intelligent. <laughs> that's why they play the position. People need to stop that. That's so well, crazy. There's levels to me. of
1: intelligence, so, Key. You know, there, there's levels to this.
2: <laughs> so, Wiggy, um, who's the backup? What are they gonna do if,
3: God forbid, he had to miss a few games? I, I tell you what, me or you, Key, or even Jay, Will, or even Freddie might have a better chance based <laughs> on the way I'm looking at who their backup are in this position. <laughs> and that's the that's the one thing. That's why I knew they went to cam and wanted cam to be the backup because if it's mac and cam is your backup i think you probably look at it and go okay if something happens to mac we got cam we know we struggled a little bit last year but another year in the system when you go into it with really Brian hoyer kind of being your backup but he's on practice squ- squad then you get the kid gilbert out of dallas you really don't have a backup plan so i mean I guess it's probably Jacoby Myers. I know he played quarterback at NC State and had a couple touchdown throws last year. But if Matt gets hurt, yeah, this team is in some serious, serious trouble.
0: Hit him on Twitter, Wiggs 85 Jermaine Wiggins from an NFL tight end, now from WEEI in Boston. We're on Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio. If I tell you that Cam Newton is not going to be on the roster, if he does not play in the NFL ever again, J. Wiggs, what is his legacy in the NFL?
3: I think his legacy is a guy that came in with a lot of expectations of he's just another athlete. He's he's not the traditional quarterback, and then a guy who basically opened up the door for a lot of players like Lamar Jackson. You see some of those guys, Um, and, and the fact that guy won an MVP, got his team to a Super Bowl. So it can be done with not the traditional you know, quarterback and traditional pocket passer. I know there were guys that have come before him like Michael Vick and kind of a Donovan McMahon now, but I think he's trying to change that mold because of his size, his athletic ability, and the ability that he had to be able to go out there and take his team basically to the last game and be, you know, a couple plays away from winning a championship. Uh, I think that's the thing that you're going to see about Cam Newton, his legacy, and the fact that he had uh, Brought swag back, I guess, into the NFL. Mm. <laughs> that,
2: that's not. <laughs> legs and thighs,
3: Wiggins. You got it. Ah, you got it. Thighs, I'll, make sure I'll make sure I get that. The spicy fries in the oven You know I got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jermaine. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you, my friend. All right, Jay. All right. You guys be cool. Now I'm really hungry. <laughs> Based on that conversation. You put
1: hot sauce? I'm you serious.
0: Pull, you put hot sauce in your chicken, right? No, I'm not a hot sauce fan. I'm the what? only one in my uh, family that does what? not like hot sauce. Well, I'm so not, the
2: backstory, though, to that yeah. is Wiggins played with me mm-hmm. in uh, the
0: Jets. Right.
2: And so he was one of a rotation of guys mm-hmm. that we had that were young mm-hmm. that prior to us leaving the, the facility to go to the plane on our buses, you know, you probably had, I don't know, about an hour or so to get everything together, get on the bus, go to the airport. And Wiggins was had the the mission to go get Popeye's chicken for everybody because we would eat it on the plane as we go to our city, you know, and, and uh, You had a rotation
0: one, of four guys doing this? Got all the greasy uh, it was, it leather probably, seats on the plane, all the fingerprints.
2: A, oh man, it was probably four to five dudes that were young. <laughs> Right. And they would rotate week every travel. It's your week we travel. You go get the Krispy Kreme donuts. You oh, go get the chicken. And these are professional athletes, right? And so <laughs> I'm talking about big family packs of fried chicken on a plane. You got the whole plane smelling like chicken from front to back. But that didn't stop the coaches from licking their fingers
1: either. Right. They so, were sitting so- there.
2: Coming back there, y'all grabbing pieces. all the
1: stereotypes. There y'all go. Come off
2: the so, it, it doesn't matter. I don't <laughs> care. If just, you don't like fried chicken,
0: that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, Keith told they had rotisserie rookies the oh, whole yeah. time he was playing. That's oh. what he's telling me here. Oh, I had
1: to go get Chrissy Cream Donuts every damn day. And the Krispy really? Cream Donut shop was an hour away from Man. the opposite direction my damn practice facility was at. I never went day hey. I
0: picked that behind, huh? Man. Hey,
1: what's so crazy
2: <laughs> is that that I never had to do
0: up. none of that. Never.
1: Because <laughs> nope, you came to New York. You were here I'm in New I'm York. Ain't. We ain't got no Krispy Kreme's up here. <laughs> Keysha-
0: and you were Hollywood coming to New York. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that I either. I wouldn't get
2: no chicken or no donuts for nobody.
0: <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Zoom, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. How much of talk is cheap is really concerning when it comes to Green Bay keeping Aaron Rodgers? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN yeah, put News. Put some hot sauce on.